Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. I've said it before. You've said it plenty of times in my comments of my videos, and I'm going to say it again right now. Online dating can be really, really tough for men. And the competition is becoming fiercer ever more because of the COVID restrictions forcing everyone to jump online and do online dating. And yet, there are plenty of guys still doing really well on online dating, even though they're not white, tall, or and rich as Batman. But online dating apps like Tinder and Hinge and Bumble, they're not really a one-strategy-fits-all kind of arena. Instead, you usually have to try a variety of different strategies to get women to want to match with you, kinds of strategies to get women to notice you, to get women to get attracted to you online, because you're dealing with a serious amount of competition. And today, I want to share with you a new strategy that a lot of guys haven't thought about, but yet marketers and advertisers have been using for eons and works extremely well. What is this strategy? Keep watching to find out. Allow me to put on my advertiser and marketer cap for a second. As many of you probably know, I sell a whole lot of uh, dating uh, dating strategies online and offline for men. And of course, it should come as no surprise that I don't just sell these through YouTube. I do a lot of advertising and marketing, SEO work, all that kind of thing. Now, one of the places where I advertise a lot is Facebook. Now, when people go to advertise a product on Facebook, there's two strategies that they can use. One of these strategies will cause them to lose a ton of money. They'll get seen by a really large number of people, but they won't get clicked on or the product won't get purchased very often. Another strategy will get seen by far fewer people, but will get a lot more sales. Does this sound like an analog for what you've been experiencing on Tinder by any chance? <laughs> right. So the two strategies are this one. You say to yourself, I say to myself, well, I've got this online dating course and uh, I teach men how to get really good at, at Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and other online dating apps. And it's great for guys who are between the ages of 18 and 45. It's good for guys who are rich, good for guys who are poor. You don't have to have lots of money. It's good for guys who are white, good for guys who are who are ethnic. This stuff can work for everyone. So this is a product for every guy. I'm going to market it to everyone. So sure enough, I create this product. I just market it to all single men, every nationality, every every job status, every every income kind, and I just market it to them all because it's suitable for them all, right? Why would I sell myself short by just trying to focus on a, diff a smaller number of subsection of guys? That strategy one it ver ver invariably doesn't do very well. Why? Because when people are online, when people are anywhere and they see an advertisement, they will only really take notice if the advertisement feels like it's talking to them. They're only going to feel great about it if it feels like it's a product that directly fits their unique individual needs. And when I try to create an ad that tries to appeal to everyone broadly, I haven't achieved that end. So I'm very easy to ignore. The alternative strategy is called niching. And this is what I do a lot with my advertising on Facebook is... I instead say, okay, well, my product could be really great for men who are divorced between the ages of 35 and 45 and are brand new to the dating market and really have no idea where to start. Let's target those guys and create ad campaigns that really talk to them specifically. 
My product is also good for men who are younger, right? 18 to 21, who are just new to, to online dating, have, haven't, have just reached the age where they're allowed onto these apps. They're going to struggle a little bit because they're a bit young for some of the women on there. They could really use my help because they've got very little experience. I'm going to create another, a totally different set of ads just targeted at those guys between the ages of 18 and 21. So you can see what I'm doing is I'm looking for different niches to target and I'm targeting them very specifically by making ads that are going to talk to them and their unique circumstances very directly. Now, it's not just the little guys like me who use these strategies. It's the big players as well. Imagine, imagine that I said to you, I've just bought a brand new European car. And for me, the most important thing of all was safety. What kind of car do you think I may have purchased? A Volvo by any chance? What if I said to you that uh, my I needed to buy a cheap secondhand car for my mom, I was going to go for something Japanese, and I needed it to be as reliable as possible so that she'd have to do as few services or have to deal with as few mechanics as possible? Think I might have bought her a Toyota? And yet, and yet, right, Mercedes is just as safe as Volvo. Why would you assume I bought a Volvo, right? Well, it's because Volvo focused on safety as its niche, whereas Mercedes focused on luxury as its niche. Mazda is, is, is more or less just as reliable as Toyota, and yet Mazda focused on cheap and sporty as their niche, whereas Toyota focused on safety and reliability as their niche. So everyone in the marketing world niches, and they niche strongly, because that's how you get sales, by making people feel like your product is specifically for them. So how can you apply this to online dating? Well, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to think about what in my personality, what niches could there exist? Uh, so for example, I'm not going to try to niche and create a, pers- a profile for myself of me being a punk rocker because there's no part of my personality that is a punk rocker. So what kind of personality niches might I have? Well, for starters, I'm a big fan of meditation. Uh, I like to relax. I'm a lot about sort of the spiritual, getting your head in the right space as a human being. I lived in a Ubud in Bali for a year, which is kind of one of the most hippiest places in the whole planet. Um, so that's a niche of my personality. I am a bit of a gamer in my downtime. I, I, I actually enjoy video games quite a bit. I do a lot of sim racing and I, I do some first person shooter games like Valorant at the moment. That's another little slice of my personality. What's another niche? I am on the stage a lot, running events, self-development, right? Men's self-improvement, men's uh, self-esteem coaching, men's dating coaching. I'm on stage a lot. I, 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 I'm that's a niche of my personality, right? The, the course deliverer, the company owner, this is a part of who I am. Another niche might be that I travel a lot. So I've done a lot of traveling. In fact, I've traveled quite prolifically around the world and I still plan to do lots more. So that's another part of who I am. The guy who's well-traveled that travels around the world a lot. Now, each of these are niches that can work and an even the gamer niche of myself can work. I, I've never created a gamer niche and yet in the last uh, three weeks, I've met two girls who are into gaming, who are really cute and I've connected with them because they're, they're really nerdy like I am. Uh, and that's been fantastic. But if I niched for them, I'm sure I'd find more of them. But I don't think gamer is the best niche that I've got to go on offer. I think my best niche is probably the meditation, lived in Ubud, Bali area, especially because where I live now, there's kind of a good hippie element in my area. Now, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of photos available of this niche, right? Because who on earth goes, I'm going to be spiritual and relaxed. Quick, take a photo of me being spiritual and relaxing. I got photos of me in Ubud, Bali, but I don't have photos of me doing this stuff. So I'm going to put that on hold. Instead, I think being a well-traveled guy and a guy who's on stage a lot, who has his own company and does that stuff, they're two niches of my personality that I think would work really well. 
Plus, I've already got lots of photos on hand of these niches of my personality. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a profile on Tinder where it's showing me as a prolific traveler, going around the world, me, different shots, different locations, doing interesting things. I'm going to create another profile on Bumble that's going to show me on the stage a lot as owning a company at my own book launch, doing all this kind of stuff. And I'm going to leave those profiles up and, and get as many results as possible for a month. And then I'm going to delete both profiles. I'm going to swap them around. So then I'll have my travel profile on Bumble and I'll have my, my business person on stage coach uh, mentor profile on Tinder for a month. Now, while these are both going on at the same time, I'm going to start to try to get some photos of myself in kind of more spiritual meditative uh, backdrops, right? Maybe I'll go for a day trip down and check out one of the temples around here, the Buddhist temples. I might get a photo of myself chilling in a hammock with a book by the beach, things like this. I'll just try to get a couple of shots to enhance that side of my personality. So that at the, by the third month, I can create a profile on both Tinder and Bumble of the more hippie uh, meditator style niche of my personality. And so each of these profiles, what they're doing is they're targeting, they're making me feel uh, ideal for a very uh, for a smallish subsection of women. Plenty of women are going to see them and go, not, not my type. But some of them are going to look and go, yes, exactly my type. And it's a mistake a lot of guys make. Um, and it's a mistake I've made to some degree. Uh, you know, I'm I, I'm I'm a pretty decent looking guy, and I've got great shots. So I can. It's easy for me to try to just use the appeal to every woman strategy. But for a lot of guys, using that strategy isn't working for them. They don't have great photos. They're not like they're not uh, above average looking. They're struggling in that area a little bit. They don't have great clothes to try to show off. All this stuff. But what would be really great is if they niche themselves instead and go, look, I'm not the great guy for every woman. What I am is an amazing guy for a very small subsection. Women who like this kind of guy, who's a part of who I am. Women who like this kind of guy, who's a part of who I am. I could be a great match for them. you got to create a profile that appeals to them directly and stop trying to appeal to everyone. That's it. And thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.